is Rebecca Schissel Marshall with Whole Body Upgrade, a podcast to help you get unstuck, feel better, and have more energy. Let's get started. I want to begin by welcoming the directions, welcoming the great direction of the east and the direction of the south and of the west and the north, the direction that is above and below and the direction that is within. I welcome in the great and helping ancestors who have died well and lived well. And I welcome in all of our helping and compassionate spirit guides who guide us each and every day. And I ask that whatever needs to be said, be said, and whatever needs to be heard, be heard. And I acknowledge that I'm on the land of the Creek and the Cherokee that is now known as Athens, Georgia. Well, hello. Hi, my sweet friends. How are you? I have been going through some polishing, (laughs) some spiritual opportunities, as one of my teachers called it. These are small but meaningful opportunities in our lives to grow and learn about who we are and change direction if we're needed to. I was talking to one of my coaches, one of the people who coaches me, about a little, like little slight direction changes, little trim tabs. My teacher, one of my teachers would say, Sri Swami Satchidananda would say that, that when stones rub together, right? When two stones rub together, it creates a friction that is polishing each other. So he would often talk about it in terms of relationships, right? That there would be two stones rubbing together and that that friction was actually quite good because it was polishing. What I forget often sometimes is that what feels like an uncomfortable situation, what something that feels uncomfortable might actually be interpreted as the brain as bad or wrong, but it's actually the challenging situation that is doing the the polishing. So that's the rubbing, right? That's the rubbing that's happening. It's refining me. It's helping me become what I am becoming helps me to to change and grow. And I'm in one of those places right now. It's a mild polishing, maybe more like a scrub. Um, And when I noticed this, when I noticed that I wasn't listening to myself in the way that works best for me, this deep listening, part part of what I teach my clients and what I teach the people that I work with, I was sort of doing it, but it was like I was missing components of it. I was doing it halfway. There were times when I was listening to my guides and actively seeking their input. And there were times when I was seeking it, I would get an answer and it wouldn't fit my brain's perspective of reality. And I would just say to myself, well, it's just not possible that way. So I won't do it, right? That it's really, it's really interesting when the brain does that. It was so sneaky. And I didn't even notice it was happening that there were beliefs that were coming in that were blocking me. I was just listening, but also not listening at the same time. I was listening, but not believing that it could be true, that what I was being asked to do, that, oh, no, 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 that's not possible, right? It wasn't trusting that that's where I needed to go. And I think that that's 
pretty common, right? Somebody says, well, if you really want to get into graduate school, what you need to do is, and they go, well, I don't really have time to do that, so I'm not going to do it. It's like, well, okay, that was the that was the guidance. You can listen to it or not. So as a result of me not listening, of not trusting that guidance that I was receiving, I fell into my old patterns of pushing and striving and listening to others, turning my attention outward instead of being firm in that knowledge of what was inside, of that internal body wisdom, of that internal knowing. And I find that I've been noticing this on a different level in the last year or so. So in the past, I would seek advice or wisdom from others. I would, you know, this is several years ago. I was always asking someone for their opinion. Should I do this or should I do that? And kind of gather the data. And I always thought of it, you know, I'm a trained as a scientist. I always thought of it as gathering data. I didn't know what to do. So I'd ask my family. I'd ask my friends. I'd really ask anyone on the street what my next decision should be. Now... What has happened over the last five years or so is I ask my body and I, and I, I listen for not just body wisdom, but also intuition, my guides, a feeling sense when I make those decisions. And, you know, after doing it for five years, I've become quite practiced at it. So what I'm seeing, this little next level, it was actually a little bit surprising to me because I know how to listen. I was noticing that when I saw someone else's lawn or house a certain way, I just assumed it was supposed to be that way, right? You can do this. You can kind of substitute this for other people's health or other people's jobs, right? It's the belief that somehow I had done it wrong again and that I needed to look externally for the answers. Like this is what the people around me are doing. And then I look at my own comparison of what I have, what my yard looks like, what my house looks like. And I think, oh, that's the way it's supposed to be. What's really interesting is this belief of somehow I had done it wrong again. That is what's really interesting to me. It sounds silly to say when thinking about a house or a lawn, but it was so subtle. It was such an interesting thing that I didn't notice it for a while. I was striving to try to match this external expectation, what the external world looked like, Instead of asking myself what made me happy and what was in alignment with my values. This is true also of building my business. I've been watching this as I work with clients and and I was noticing that it was like, oh, I don't want to work in the summer. And then it was like, but I have to. But that's what I'm supposed to do, right? The belief is there, but it's like, is it true? Is it absolutely true? Do I know that, that that belief is there? And I can begin to question it. So I started looking at, well, what do I love? And I started looking at what I wanted. For going back to the house example, we live in an area of town where everyone 
has lawn care. Everyone has some sort of lawn care. And that's just not consistent with my values, which is fine. We don't have lawn care. We do it ourselves. In the past few years, we've started adding things that are important to us, like planting fruit trees and gardens where there once was grass, where there once was lawn. That's what's important to me. So I've been listening on that level of what is, what do I want and taking steps toward that. This year, we also made a conscious decision not to mow the lawn where there is grass that's still remaining. Well, it's, it's actually not really grass. It's like pile of weeds. But we decided not to mow it because of the environmental impact of mowing and how that um, affects insects and the critters that live and want to live that want that leaf litter that don't want to have short grass. They actually want the long grass. So this year, what I noticed was happening is that critical voice was sneaking up again and telling me all of the things that were wrong. Wrong about my body, what it looked like, wrong about my house, wrong about the family. It is never ending. And just a little aside, a little side note, that this happens more to my brain in the summer, as I mentioned in the last couple episodes, and it happens when I eat food that is not as nourishing or if I'm not moving my body as much as needed. So if you're noticing that that critical voice in your head, if it's louder, it could be because you're consuming more news or watching more YouTube, but it could also be, or more social media, but it could also be what you're eating or if you're not getting enough sleep or if you're not moving your body enough. So this week, it occurred to me, I remembered that, oh, this is the polishing. I am being polished. This is the spiritual workshop that I signed up for in this life. Years ago, a shamanic practitioner told me that my purpose here was for infinite growth. And this feels really undeniably true for me. Right now, those stones are really rubbing together and showing me where I'm out of alignment and when I need to step back in and listen to myself. When that critical voice is just there, right? It's there. It's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. It's just there to help me practice all of the things I've learned over the years, all of these teachings that I get to practice over and over again so that when my clients come to me, I can help them because not because I just learned it, but because I have practiced it. (laughs) I have truly practiced it. It's all just good information. Oh, look, look, isn't that interesting? Look how the brain wants to tell me I'm doing things wrong. And it looks subtle. It looks like, oh, you know, what I really want is a house that looks pretty or looks clean or looks a certain way. And it's like, oh, actually, that's the critical voice in my head giving me a hard time. So I don't need to make it mean anything about who I am. I don't have to make it mean anything about me. It's just the voice in the head that everyone has. It's an amazing spiritual opportunity. And that is where growth originates, those spiritual opportunities. And it's also a nice little reframe, right? Like, oh, yeah, this is not trouble. This is not, there's nothing wrong. It's just a spiritual opportunity. 
without the scrubbing, without the polishing, without the spiritual opportunity, we're stagnant. We're just stagnant. While staying in the same place may feel safe, it's actually the opposite. Staying in the same place is actually the most dangerous thing that we could do because we don't actually stay the same. We shrink. The world gets smaller and smaller because we are listening to the voice in our heads and we're letting that drive the bus. And that critical voice is always going to be there. But one thing we definitely don't want to do is have that voice drive the bus. Don't let that voice drive your life. Look for the spiritual opportunities. And let me tell you, life is full of them. They're everywhere you look. It can be the way your son leaves his socks on the floor or the way your boss looks at you in a meeting or your current health situation. This is the polishing or the scrubbing of rocks. We can choose to be polished or not. Choose to be polished, dear ones. Life is short and full of so much potential. And if you need support, I have a vibrant health program. It's a three-month program that is a safe container for that growth, for that evolution, for health and wellness. If you're curious about it, I offer a free phone call or Zoom. We can chat on the, and to see if it's a good fit for you. I put the link in the show notes so that you can schedule a time that works for you. Okay, dear ones, I'd love to hear where you are getting your rocks polished right now. I'm here cheering you on. Thank you so much for listening and take good care of yourself. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Whole Body Upgrade. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, you can visit me on Facebook or Instagram or on my website, Centered You, that's centeredyou.com. See you on the next episode of Whole Body Upgrade. Thank you.